I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. All right, welcome back, everyone. Little America the Beautiful there as we enter our final segment here on Inside Sources today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And, you know, I have always loved that verse of America the Beautiful uh, that sees beyond the years that that's the key. Uh, Because true patriots are able to see beyond the current moment, the current challenge, the current crisis. Why? Because they know what to look for. And they know what to ignore. Patriots are never distracted or discouraged by divisive rhetoric or partisan politics, and because often that really clouds our view. Uh, sometimes in the fog of a cultural war and the haze of hate and contempt that we see all over the country, or in the midst of uncertainty in our current coronavirus circumstances, it can be pretty tough to see, uh, which is why the flag that we talked about in the last segment is so important. But the Patriot always continues to look, to learn, to observe, and to really contemplate what is most important. So Patriots see clearly because they're they're looking through the lens of history's ideals, through history's memories and lessons, while gazing towards the future and those dreams with the confidence that comes from character, the kind of character that's forged in commitment to principles and a conviction that the cause of freedom is just, Uh, I've shared uh, recently uh, from a speech in 1926, President Calvin Coolidge, who doesn't get uh, quoted a whole lot, uh, was not a great orator, but man, he was good with a pen. And uh, while he was an underappreciated president, he did uh, in this speech, it it marked the 150th celebration of the Declaration of Independence in 1926. Uh, He said, a spring will cease to flow if its source be dried up. A tree will wither if its roots are destroyed. It is... In its main features, the Declaration of Independence is a great spiritual document. Think about that. It is a declaration not of material but of spiritual conception. Equality, liberty, popular sovereignty, the rights of man, these are not elements which we can see and touch. They are ideals. Uh, That's so important that we, we recognize that. Uh, They belong to the unseen world, Coolidge continued, unless the faith of the American people in these convictions is to endure the principles of our declaration will perish. We cannot continue to enjoy the results and neglect uh, the things that actually bring that about. 
And, and so that's a a really interesting thing uh, from Calvin Coolidge. He was really pointing out that there there is a soul to the people of this nation, uh, just as Kyle Fox said about the flag. It is the heartbeat of the nation, uh, and all who come here to seek freedom. It's a, it's spiritual in nature for sure. Uh, Coolidge was emphasizing that if we as citizens neglect and abandon our ideals, our ability to see beyond the years will be dimmed and freedom will ultimately falter. And so as we talk about often on this show, we, we can't live up to our principles and ideals unless we're willing to continually look to them and to look to them with clear eyes. Uh, we're we're nearly a hundred years further down the path in this grand experiment called America from the days of Coolidge, uh, let alone back to our founding as a nation. And progress has been made on on a host of fronts. And sometimes we have very frustrating failures in this nation to live up to those ideals, critical areas of equality and justice. We can see the the daunting, unprecedented challenges that are in front of us and right amongst us, and we can still catch a glimpse of the opportunities yet to come. And so can we see beyond the years? Can we see beyond the years? So that's both a backward challenge. So we have to be able to look backward into the realm of memory uh, and really understand the nuance of complex, imperfect individuals and their commitment to the notion of a new nation. We need to understand that. It's complex. It's difficult. They were imperfect. But we can also gaze forward with hope and confidence in the audacious dreams of a better tomorrow. Moonshot kind of challenges that we need here in the state of Utah. And so are we willing to sharpen our focus and expand our view as we look both to the past and memories uh, and forward to the dreams? Uh, Interesting in account, uh, in the 1800s, Pope Pius VII uh, was taken prisoner by Napoleon Bonaparte, placed in prison in France. Uh, He was in some pretty awful circumstances for a number of years. Uh, And when he was finally released, when he was finally granted his freedom, he was asked, what was it that kept him going during that period? And he said that it was his memory and his dreams, the memory uh, of what had happened in the past and his dreams of what yet awaited him. Uh, And so that kind of memory, again, see beyond the years. We have to look back with the right perspective and focus. We have to look forward uh, with things that will give us confidence and enable us to accomplish the things that actually matter. Uh, And one of those is is each of our individual responsibilities. Uh, And that's the key. Self-government. Self-government comes with uh, high risk, great responsibility, uh, and it requires patriots to keep it intact. And so while the nation debates mask wearing, school openings, law enforcement, equal justice, a host of other issues, it would be really wise for us uh, to think of the words of Durkheim when he said, where mores are sufficient, laws are unnecessary. Where mores are insufficient, laws are unenforceable. And so while mandates uh, can be made and legislative solutions are often necessary in a complex society like ours, Both are absolutely insufficient to raise the vision of the American people or to inspire them to act. And that's what we're about. Uh, We have to remember that patriots, patriots are not designated by political party. Patriots are determined by their dreams and their ability to see beyond the years, both backward and forward. So the ultimate question for each of us continues 
as it echoes down that corridor of time, oh, say, can you see? Can we see? Can we see beyond the years? Can we see our memory and our history in proper perspective? Can we see our dreams in the future? And most importantly, what are we willing to do? Join us for our Moonshot Challenge, moonshot.deseret.com. Join us. We have a lot to do in this state. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson. And unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.